This is Matt Chalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Chalava. And it is Sunday, so we have another week ahead of us, and it has been one whirlwind of a weekend for me. I've had a lot of sales coming in. I've been doing a lot of work on listing, just a lot of work trying to push sales as much as I can, and it's been working really well for me. I kind of forgot the power of listing, and it's funny because I talk about it all the time, and I push it a lot. I talk about con- like consistency and consistent listing and consistent uh, trying to get consistent sales and being s- consistent with sourcing as much as you can be. And I think at times we fall away from the things that got us to where we are or we forget the kind of truths that we know about whatever we're doing. So like for me, reselling, there's very simple things that I know that I didn't know starting out that are just kind of taken as fact at this point. Um, one of those is that listings bring sales, right? You need to have listings obviously to make sales, but more listings and consistent listings day after day or or just getting listings up always gets a rush of sales to your store. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you listing an item changes the uh, psychology of some person on their computer and they all of a sudden, because you listed a pair of pants, they decide that they want to visit your store. It's just that eBay bumps all of your items up higher in the search algorithm so that whenever somebody searches for any of the items that may be in your store, it pops up higher than some of the other ones. And so that's how you make more sales because of listing. And so I've been pushing a lot of listings. I've been doing a lot of listing on Mercari, saving myself a ton of time just going and dropping. I talked about Dropbox a couple episodes back. You can go listen to that and see how I do, or I guess listen to how I do all of my eBay listings using Dropbox. But I've been using that same thing for Mercari now because their listing feature for desktop is pretty robust and it's been a huge time saver for me. The fact that they added a sell similar feature on their website as well, huge time saver brings in all of the information, all the hashtags that they have you use, all of the, uh, it brings in everything basically but the product description itself, which is a massive time saver. You're taking maybe a one to two minute listing to make down to maybe like a 15, 20 second listing. And so it's a huge time saver when you're doing a lot of listings. It's helped me out a lot because whenever I'm listing multiple items or, or one item that has a quantity higher than one, Mercari doesn't just let you tack on, I don't know, 10 or quantity of 20. I don't know why they do that. It seems pretty simple to me that you would want to have multiple quantity available to the buyer, but for whatever reason, they don't do that and that's fine, but now you have to list as many items as you have. So if you have 100 of an item and you want to list them all in Mercari, you're going to have to make 100 listings, which is kind of a bummer. But at the same time, that sell similar feature saves me a ton of time. Now, you may find this when you're listing on Mercari that you go and you make a ton of listings and you try and list them all at the same time. And I don't know maybe if it's just, if it's just my connection to their servers that they have or if this is for everybody. But a lot of the times if I hit like list now on five different listings, two of them will list and the other three will say error. And I'm not sure if maybe you just can't list a ton at one specific time, but I'll just go through and keep clicking them and then eventually they all list. You just may have to click them like 20 times until it actually gets through to their server and list the item for you. And so that's a little bit of a glitch they have. If you're running into that, don't panic. You're not, you're not, a, you don't, it's not like you don't know what you're doing. You just may have never found that before. And for me, the first time I saw it, I thought there was something wrong. Then I realized if I just kept clicking list, and I wouldn't click it like repeatedly that you don't want them to think you're like some weird bot or something and suspend your account. But 
you do want to make sure to get your items posted on there. And so, yeah, just click the thing until it says that it's posted and you're good to go. So, um, I guess I'll focus a little bit on Mercari this episode. I mean, there hasn't been, or I'll talk a little bit about the day and then I'll jump back to Mercari. Um, but yeah, the day's been pretty good. It's been a, a pretty normal Sunday for me. I got up, I went to church, came back, and got a lot of work done with some listing. I got some Instagram stuff done, which is always huge. I, I enjoy doing that. I enjoy talking to people on there. And so that was good. I got some work done with listing. I got probably about like nine or 10 eBay listings up and then probably six Mercari listings up. And then I promoted a bunch of items on Mercari. I should go through and promote the items on Mercari, um, like promote them, I guess, uh, how do I want to say it? Like promote the items uh, to everybody, which is you have two options on Mercari. So you hit promote to either everyone or just promote to likers. And promote just means that you're you're not paying anything, but you're basically knocking 5% off the sales price for regular promoting. And then promote to likers, you have to knock a minimum of 10% off the sales price. And you may think, why does Mercari want you to do that when they want to make more money when they get a higher cut if you if you're listing higher and Yes, they would, but the fact of the matter is that they're taking 10% of your final sale, so if you knock 10% of the price off, they're really not going to lose that much money because if you if you sell something for $100 and you knock it down to $90, well, they're still getting $9 instead of 10 That's not that big of a deal, but if they can get that $9 in one month versus six months, that's a pretty big deal to them, and so and I think it's a big deal to us too. We want to be able to make our money quick. I, I very very much stress that. I think it's very important. Um, I think a lot of people focus too much on things being fair or them getting the best deal on something they sell. You know, I saw somebody sell it for $150, so I deserve to sell it for $150. Like, none of that stuff really matters. What matters is using the comps as information, realizing that markets change based off of who the buyers are, and then making your sales based off of what you're comfortable selling at for a decent profit and how quickly you need the money back to reinvest and how good it is compared to the other market. You know, it's just something that I look at now as a little bit differently as to like a lot of people get caught up in price tanking. I think that you need to make the best decision for your business. So um, that's something that I push a lot, but it, it does help you get your money back faster to reinvest into more uh, cash bringing in items is, is kind of the way I think about it. But anyway, yeah, so Mercari's been good. Um, I've been working on that. I got a bunch of things listed for that. Went, did some more Instagram stuff, had some lunch, and then, well, I mean, I guess that mixed up a little bit. There was football on throughout the day, so I had that playing in the background, which is good. I, I don't typically use things in the background. I don't use, like, background noise or anything, but I love football. Like, I love the NFL. It's one of the things that I'm extremely, extremely passionate about just paying attention to. I, like, don't glue myself to the screen or anything on Sunday, even though I wish I had the time to. But I do just really enjoy it. It's it's something that, I don't know, I like the stats of it. And I love the game of football itself. So it's fun to watch. I've always played Madden as a kid. So, uh, you know, growing up now and just following sports, following football especially, it's just something I love. So I was able to watch a decent bit of uh, the NFL. I have like the Red Zone channel. So I was watching some of that and seeing all the, if you don't use the Red Zone channel, find find a way to get the Red Zone channel. It's amazing. It shows you basically like everything that is fun about football. So any big plays, any like a sack or something, an interception, any scoring plays, any field goals, like anything that would be important in the game, they show you. But you have eight games going on at once. So it's just constant action the entire time. It's like, 
I guess it'd be good if we all had like ADHD or something, you know, just be keeping ourselves occupied all the time. While sometimes the football penalties and stuff slow the game down, this is just constant action. It's like three hours and it's, it's amazing. I love it. I'll even just put it on in the background, just listen to it in my ears because it's just, I enjoy listening to what's going on with the games, who's playing well. I love fantasy football, so it's always big for me just to pay attention to the game, see who's playing well, see how my teams are doing. Like, I just enjoy that stuff. It's a bit of a time distractor for me sometimes, but um, I try and keep myself pretty regimented, and uh, it's just good. Week one of it, the NFL, you never know what's going to happen. You never know who's going to break out. Um, you never know which teams that have changed coaches, how they're going to run their offense. Like, there's just so much involved with it. I, I love it. I love the NFL, so... It was definitely something I just had going in the background, paying attention to as I could, and it was fun. So that happened, then I got a bunch of stuff shipped. I had, oh gosh, I don't know, probably, I would say close to like $1,500 to $2,000 worth of sales this weekend. It was probably close to two k because I, I just, there's a lot of items that I have that are high-end items or higher-priced items up above 100 bucks up near 200 bucks, and so a lot of them that I've been sourcing and stuff, uh, they've just started to hit, and so now they're selling out, and that's good. It's good to get an extra 2K plugged back into your account that you can go reinvest with. That's always a great feeling. I love when that happens. I have a lot of items that I'm sitting on, which is not good. I want to get those all sold, and so just working through that, working through getting stuff listed. I did I sat down on Friday night and just sold a or listed a ton of stuff onto Goat and StockX. So just trying to get cross posted as much as I can to get things primed to sell because I haven't been doing that as much and my sales have dipped. And it's like, okay, clearly they're gonna dip. Um, you're not listing everywhere. And I just made a sale on Goat this Friday. I sold a pair of the Dame Sauce dame sixes that i got from adidas for like 60 bucks sold those profited uh, the the payout was 120 so i doubled up pretty nice on that um and then i have a bunch of other pairs of them in size eight and a half so i'm gonna get those sold and we're just gonna wait till some people clear out of that listing and then those are gonna those are gonna fly so that's at least my hope but yeah i mean there weren't as many nines whenever people found out about the sale and they sold out pretty quick and then once people got on they bought the eight and a halves and so that is what it is but uh, once those people kind of clear out a little bit, which it looks like they are, it looks like some of the sales are starting to come up in price. Uh, they're right at about the threshold I wanted to sell at to make some good profit. So uh, like I said, I try and sell items as quickly as I can, but sometimes I just see that the profit will be there. And if I can hold out a little bit for it, I will. It just depends on when I'm going to make it. So hopefully get those sold. Hopefully get uh, some of the other RA items I have just sitting sold um, and just trying to keep things moving. I mean, it's it's a very quick paced thing for me right now and it's good because it keeps me moving but sometimes you just almost want to take a break and slow down and so um that's probably what I'll be doing right now I'm gonna go up eat some dinner and then chill for probably like 10 minutes and uh, have some football on edit this podcast and, and just keep things moving but uh it was a good day you know Mercari Mercari something that I haven't made a ton of sales on recently and I haven't dedicated the time to it that I need to now I can see how quick listing is with the desktop version. It's going to be, I'm going to be listing on there quite a bit because I just have pictures readily available on desktop and I have my phone, but like sometimes I just don't want to pull my phone out whenever I'm, uh, it depends on where I am or like you just can't, like I'm always at my computer. So just, okay, I need to list on Mercari. Like let's take 20 seconds, 30 seconds. Let's pull up a 
quick listing. Okay, here's something I don't have listed on that. Let's just get this thing banged out real quick. And now you have a listing and then you go and promote your items on Mercari, you're good to go. Like that's what you need to do to sell on Mercari consistently. Keep listing, keep promoting, that's it. You may think, well, now what? Like I'm promoting all these items, I'm, I'm gonna lose profit. Well, maybe, but you may not ever make that profit anyways if you don't sell the item, right? And so the market just may not be as high on Mercari as what you thought it would be. Or maybe you're promoting the items and you start listing a little bit higher, right? That's what I like to do. I list a little bit higher, then I'll promote the items down to where I think they'll sell. By that time, so many people have seen them and so many people started to like them that they get a notification every time I hit the promote button. And so now there's a bunch of likers, so I'm promoting and they keep getting the reminder like, hey, oh, this is now at a price where I'd like to buy it. Well, okay, there's more, there's 10 people getting that notification at an item that I have priced at the normal market price now, rather than maybe one or two if I had priced it at the starting price I wanted to sell it at and then never promoted it, right? They're just, it just, I think that it makes more sense to me that way. And so that's something that I'm going to be doing, just trying to keep up with that. There's so many things you got to relist. I try and relist on eBay every day. I try and make new listings on eBay every day. I try and list new things on Mercari every day, promote on Mercari every day. And Poshmark's its own thing. You got to share every day, and I haven't even been doing that. And then you got to ship. And then there's just, there's always things like taking up time. And so trying to eliminate those sorts of things and trying to work out how those can be quicker, whether you're using something like a cross listing. Uh, kind of software like List Perfectly or Vendu, or whether you are maybe focusing on one platform, maybe you're going super heavy on Amazon, and that's just what you're focused on. Um, you know, just kind of work out what works best for you, and then just hammer that hard until it doesn't work anymore. Switch things up and keep it moving. And so that's what I'm doing. It seems to be working that I'm listing, and I would encourage you all to keep listing as much as you can. That's what brings in the sales, listing and pricing competitively that's it. I mean, we're, we're selling things here and we're selling to people that are like us. We don't want to overpay for things, but we're willing to, if we need to. And that's why we sell things on eBay because people will overpay for things. They just won't overpay what they're overpaying on, if it makes sense. So just because everybody's selling an item at 150, that's fine. If the item is regularly 70 bucks and you're selling it for 150, okay, you can sell it at that. You can't expect to sell it at 160, 170. You, you may, but you probably won't get that sale. And people realize that this is already priced up over what it was retailed I'm not going to pay up over what the price up is when I can buy a bunch of them from other people and so that's that's kind of what I that's just something that'll help you make more sales I'm just trying to drop as much as I can into this podcast because there's a lot kind of coming to me right now but you know just keep up with it keep listing keep sourcing and especially now Q4 is right around the corner get get some listings get some sourcing done for that and if you've never had Q4 just start doing some research. I don't know, typing Q4 reselling on Twitter, Q4 reselling on Google, Q4 resellers, like reselling. Like, I don't know, try and find something, Instagram, Twitter, Google, something that can give you information on what you're looking for. I would say hit Ross, Marshalls, TJ Maxx, pretty heavy. They always get a ton of good items in around Christmas time. Like that's huge. They're always getting huge. I think they get like trucks in every day. And then the stores completely flooded out and then January comes and the store looks around they're like oh my we bought way too much again who would have thought like yeah of course you did you've had two one or two trucks coming every day for the past month and a half and there's no humanly possible way somebody would buy all that stuff let alone half your stuff is overpriced because like you know you're pricing it all the same so you have a coach jacket price for 50 bucks that retails for like 
1200 bucks, and then you have right next to it like some random jacket brand I've never heard of also priced at 50 bucks. Like people are going to jump on the coach jacket. People are going to leave the random brand because it's not worth that. And so, um, you know, there's huge sales after Q4. It's just, it, it's right now, right this time, September-ish is like the calm before the storm because as soon as you hit October, November, December, January, into February, that's where things get crazy. And so just keep your head up. You know, it's going to be busy, but it's always fun. It's fun making sales. That's why we do this. And I'm excited to see what happens this year because I kind of have one Q4 under my belt. I sourced my tail off last year. I made a lot of money. I made a lot of mistakes. I made a ton of returns. Like if they if they keep a file of how many returns I made, it, it would be quite extensive and I would probably be banned from a lot of stores. So thankfully they don't do that. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's going to be good. It's going to be a big year. There's a lot of people buying online. A lot of people won't be going into stores. I've talked about it before, but seriously, I'm, I'm pushing it just stick with this and and follow it through because you'll get items that'll sell that you never thought would sell. You'll get a bunch of sales coming in, just consistent listing, consistent sourcing. That's going to be your bread and butter for this upcoming Q4. So that's what I'm working on. That's what I'm thinking about. Hopefully that helps you out. Um, if you like this podcast and it's helped you in any way, if you just give me a five-star review on iTunes, I really appreciate that. That really helps other people find it and helps me help other people. And that's kind of why I have this. So um, if you could do that, I'd just really appreciate it. But with that being said, I'm going to go. I will get back with you guys tomorrow with something else, uh, with another podcast about you know stuff that um, is either going to help you in Q4 or just going to help you in general as a reseller. Um, but I'm going to go. So you guys have a good rest of your Sunday, and I'll get with you tomorrow with another podcast. Peace.